Hi, my name is Patroni. I identify as a pansexual drag queen and uh, my pronouns are he, she, they and oneself. Hello, my name is Abhishek and welcome to another episode of Judge Me Not. Judge Me Not is a podcast that brings to you coming out stories of people who once judged themselves. Now today's story is not just about coming out, it's about acceptance. You know, coming out is something that you do after a lot of introspection and a lot of judgments. But acceptance has nothing to do with you. Acceptance has to do with your family, friends and also people outside your immediate circle. This story features a drag queen and their coming out story. I even didn't have a control of how I was coming out to the world. And then uh, the next day morning, it comes in a newspaper that, you know, 21 years of dancer kind of comes out as gender fluid on, on a national newspaper. This story is also about positive acceptance. Both my mom and dad uh, take the front line of, uh, you know, being my advocates, if I could say. About people who believe in you. People who may or may not be from the community, but become your allies because they love you, because they understand you, because they are human. Uh, you know, teachers and faculty members, they kind of came and they said like, you know, these are the ragging helplines. You know, there were posters, there was anti-ragging helpline numbers which were being placed all across the schools and colleges. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting to you the story of Patroni, a software engineer, a classical dancer, a drag queen, a pansexual. Now, if you're finding it difficult to come out, this is the episode that you should listen. And maybe if you can, make your parents listen to this. So, let the story begin. So, how do you like the name, by the way? What, what, does, what, what comes to your mind when you hear this word, this term, judge me not? So I think this is a kind of a wonderful transposition of two different things. One is uh, touch me not, which is a plant, uh, and then uh, the idea of judging, uh, which is uh, you know like uh, a common thing which people do, especially in India, if you're kind of coming from uh, a certain space of agency. So I think uh, you know like when you are born in India, half of the time you are being judged by some relatives or somebody, or you know that's how the culture or the space is. So it's a, it's a wonderful transposition of having judge uh, me not which is like you know uh, giving an idea of um, don't read a book by its you know don't kind of understand a book by its cover and uh, there's a lot of other stories which is hidden behind which one need to kind of open sometimes or sometimes not open as well sure so i was just uh, I've, been, I've been doing interviews and meeting people and i realized that and when i am also introspecting I, I do realize that judging is something that comes very naturally to us and judging is the most natural thing that that any Indian or somebody from the subcontinent can do because the moment we look at an Instagram story or a picture or somebody walking or talking or behaving, doing anything, any any of the daily course, we quickly come to a conclusion that oh, ye aisa isliye kar rahe. and we start judging. So, okay. so my first question to you is Patrani. Have you ever judged somebody? Yes. Uh, so yes is a kind of a word which we use, drag queens basically use. Uh, I used to judge every damn person who is kind of coming and trying to talk with me. And judging as in like, you know, uh, trying to understand what the person is. 
assuming what the person is and then uh, you know draw lines or draw boundaries uh, just to ensure that you know i don't fall into the idea of their their particular uh, space so um, i used to also judge a lot of uh, uh, people uh, especially women uh, who are uh, you know who are from a, a space which is quite conservative like you know um, that is that is an ideology which usually we think like okay if, if there is a woman who's wearing a burqa she might be uh, somebody who's not living her life to her fullest or something like that so um, i think uh, those were some of the judgments which i got but uh, um i think once people started judging me or start i started comparing how people judge me uh, it gave me a better way of seeing uh, the other people whom i'm judging as well and also in addition to the question did you ever judge yourself for being who you are yeah, a lot of times like i, I thought like uh, you know why i was uh, doing a certain thing or why i was uh, you know uh, uh, like i i was a dancer and then i was thinking about why i was why i have chosen this uh, can't i be a little bit more masculine or can't i be uh, a little bit more uh, i would say um, things which which the other people are doing can't i play uh, a sports or cricket like my peers so i think those were some of the judgments which i and even today i constantly judge myself like but um, i don't know i have to find a mechanism of not judging myself in a far more better way which which is still there <laughs> still there All right so uh, you are a drag queen and a software engineer and a dancer so it it makes a very interesting uh, package so first of all for our listeners please please can you tell us what is a drag queen drag queen uh, you know though it sounds like a you know english word but drag is a form of art which has been there in india for a really long time and sometimes i think that uh, people have copied drag from india and kind of took it to the west so uh, what is drag drag the abbreviation stands for dress resembling a gender like a person putting up a, a visuality of a gender and presenting and performing it for people either for entertainment with politics uh, politics as in the politics of art and then uh, with with a with an with the idea of sending a message to the society so i think that is something which is called as drag so uh, a man dressing up as a woman and performing and you know when presenting themselves onto a stage and giving a message out of it uh, you know out of the performance itself is something which is called as drag queen and uh, if it's a woman doing as a man that's called as drag king what what is your story being a pansexual when did you identify yourself how uh, was the process i'm sure it was a painful process because such is our society that it, the moment you start saying the truth about yourself you are being constantly judged and that's that's where we are coming from judge me not is a show where we talk about coming out stories yeah so i think you know my coming out story is like very uh, not motivational at all because it i i even didn't have a control of how i was coming out to the world so uh, my attractions to people uh, were quite different like uh, you know sometimes I, i was attracted to a man sometimes i was attracted to a woman uh, i am even attracted to people who are from the uh, trans and non binary community uh, even before when these words were not there in, into our language and the 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 basic words which i usually used to get was you know gay and trans person and those are the very common words when i was growing up and uh, i never associated with any of them because i thought like my attractions were not something which is which is unilateral or, or you know on a monogamous so it took me around 21 years and that too i have to move out from kharagpur which is a kind of a tier 3 town uh, to a city like hyderabad uh, so uh, that's when there were conversations happening in in a certain 
in a particular place about gender so i barged in and i was performing there uh, so i heard overheard these words like you know gender fluid uh, bisexual pansexual etc etc i first catched the words called gender fluid so what is gender fluid and i i broke my head uh, to just kind of understand uh, you know whether i am gender fluid so uh, it took me around uh, you know two or three months to to identify and you know tell oh i think i am gender fluid and then when once that happened uh, you know this was a really funny situation like the 377 judgment was kind of struck down and uh, i was at a gathering which was which was filled with a lot of queer people like trans people gay people and lesbian people so uh, when i was going ahead and uh, you know attending this there was one newspaper you know journalist who kind of came and said uh, oh okay what do you think about the 377 judgment i said like oh this is really wonderful this is good this is this is all that wonderful uh, things and then uh, finally uh, after the entire interview he's like what do you identify as and i was like uh, i think i'm gender fluid so uh, that's what i said uh, and then uh, the next day morning it comes in a newspaper that you know 21 years of dancer kind of comes out as gender fluid on on a national newspaper uh, my father was like very uh, uh, when when he when he kind of heard he was clueless about it and what he said is like you know okay whatever it is you know whatever you feel like it's your onus to educate me see i'm not born with a parental book and i have learned parenting as an experience as and when i saw it from other people so uh, if if you are not telling it to me what you want in your life or if you are not explaining or making that effort to educate me how do you expect me to kind of this uh, is very sweet of you yeah and uh, that that was also something which was not this dramatic but it was really subtle like really kind of a you know wordplay if i could say and uh, down the line i started doing drag and while i was doing drag i fixed to a label called as pansexual so pansexual is somebody who's attracted to to all genders they they are gender blind they can't see a gender and um, i they can, had they multiple they can see love and not genders indeed so i had relationships with uh, you know lot of genders in in when i was growing up and it was really hard for me to pick up a label like i was confused with bisexual pansexual but i used both of them interchangeably like i i identify as bisexual i identify as pansexual as well so that is something which i kind of broke uh, you know to my family as well in a really in a single line word uh, so they gave me an open choice of you know choosing my partner and they said like you know whatever you think is right for you you have to voice it out and and get it done Uh, so i think that that normalization helped me in in making this process a little bit sweeter which is which is very good patroni i think uh, from your story we we uh, we will learn that uh, everybody who's listening will learn that how should parents and friends and family should treat somebody who's coming out i see your father as a hero because he wanted to understand unlike other mm. parents who you know ab- absolutely shut up their children and ask them to don't tell it to anybody aisa mat karo log kya kahenge that never happened to you it also is uh, because of the environment which we are in like always uh, you know both me and my sister we had this open culture within our house so we were able to kind of talk it out so i think uh, that telling constantly has kind of helped uh, in one or the other way and and he said that i don't know how parenting works but i think uh, he is the epitome of uh, good parenting and uh, please pay my regards to him because uh, he's he's done a great job with accepting who you are and letting you giving you all the confidence in the world indeed yeah i think that is uh, that really means a lot 
to kind of start with and it it, it built up you know a lot of confidence as well like i think um, it became it helped me in make, being a little bit fearless about what uh, you know what people will think because they are always on the front line and they kind of uh, tell i would tell a really funny story this is something which which usually would have scandalized or the entire relatives you know if you, if you are talking about so i was doing this uh, event for uh, eighth day uh, in in uh, you know in in hyderabad and they were in kharagpur and this event was being put on a you know a media channel so they were kind of looking into it so my father was really excited like oh my child is coming on tv so he called all the mohalla walas to kind of sit and uh, watch it together while i was doing it i i pulled up a really giant condom on the air <laughs> and <laughs> all the other people on the other side they just kind of doomed as if you know uh, like something uh, tragic has happened and my father is like you know haven't you seen it before and uh, the room started laughing so i think that was that that's the moment which uh, made it even more uh, easier for for all of us like they always kind of take both my mom and dad uh, take the front line of uh, you know being my advocates if i could say brilliant i can't stop complimenting your parents and kudos to them that that we we've got such a great story and uh, when a parent tells you it's okay it's okay really and uh, mm-hmm. it 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 gives you so much of confidence to go out and express yourself it becomes uh, such a great uh, responsibility for your parents and friends to actually push you and not pull you down uh, moving on patruni uh, you i i did watch some of your videos and i happened to be a ted talk where you mentioned about bullying mm. how did you deal with the bullying the, the endless bullying that you faced during your uh, childhood or adolescence so when i was uh, like you know there were two phases of my life which i was which i was kind of bullied the first one is like uh, you know i was able to ride it because i had teachers who were kind of helping me out but as when i came to college and you are an adult now and uh, you know you are uh, you can't be going ahead and complaining and uh, school and college works in a far more different way and my college has this huge uh, you know thing of called as ragging and it was like so intense like they used to slap people uh, you know there were bloods coming out of ears uh, late night 2 o'clock somebody will call me uh, you know out of my room and ask me to dance uh, on a some kind of a cheesy number or uh, you know they've kind of to throw something onto my uh, face or something like that so this this is something which which was usually happening and that was uh, a little bit traumatic and it happened for more than 2 or 3 years but uh, what i understood is like uh, there was there was just one chance which which i caught on my on my plate and that chance was like to do something for uh, for for a festival which is again by the bullies uh, so uh, they are organizing a you know a, a kind of a college festival and they yes, they know yes. that i was a dancer uh, and uh, they said like you know can't you kind of come ahead and dance a piece so i think that was an opportunity that was a space because i know there would be media there would be like people who would be kind of in front of me the 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 vcs and the, you know the chairpersons would be there from the college and there are a lot of other people as well so um i have to uh, you know play really smart in in putting my pain into into perspective as i was a dancer uh, you know this was something which which kind of uh, gave me a tool to use so i did a performance piece which was on ragging 
and uh, it was uh, it was something which was not announced like they thought it was a classical dance but actually i did a entire piece on ragging and uh, you know i got a standing ovation from people and uh, there were there were people who were kind of watching there were a lot of publications which happened and after that i think the message was quite clear to the vc that you know this is ragging happening in you know a junior boy kind of coming ahead and doing uh, a ragging scene uh, in front of the college was quite you know it's easy enough for them to understand okay there's there's a problem there so i think uh, the next day morning itself we had a you know kind of a, a you know a meeting by all the people uh, you know teachers and faculty members they kind of came and they said like you know these are the routing help plans this is how you can you can kind of uh, you know tell us and uh, there were some charges as well which were being placed in previous people who were ragging and who were kind of caught in so it became a little more stricter and you know there were posters there was anti ragging help plan numbers which were being placed all across the school and colleges so i think uh, that was something which was a kind of a change and I, i i think that 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 also motivated me to kind of put my problems in paper as in as in performance and uh, put it across to the you know society when as and when i kind of grow or uh, you know go forward another example from your life that gives people a lot of hope to actually uh, speak up when they are being bullied or racked uh either you speak up in words or in in signs or in written or or anyway there's, there's there's always this agency of speaking up which would ensure that you are in a safe space great 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 so uh now talking about the love of your life your story is about acceptance and you are sitting right next to your wife and she is already putting her heads up on <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so there is there is this beautiful beautiful story of she accepting you the way you are mm. uh, i'm sure i'm sure uh, that you know why she did that definitely um i would give my perspective itself which which is also her perspective i think so i think it didn't change we are somebody who's connected within the family if i could say and uh, i was i was busy with my covid uh, like the covid phase was going on i was doing a lot of digital shows all of a sudden i see a uh, account which kind of comes without a picture Hmm. and uh she started following uh, me and then started liking around 200 or 300 photos uh and then like you know um, coming to every live which i'm doing you know asking questions posting this and that lot of other things and when this was happening i thought there might be some creep because you know drag queens doesn't have to uh, you know ask for creeps they are always there uh, <laughs> in our dm so i think um, when this was happening uh, i thought like this might be some creep who has a lady name um, and you know that's what i thought i was started ignoring for a while um, and then uh, i went to a family function where uh, my mom and dad uh, you know kind of asked like you know would you like to talk with a person which we are thinking of uh, if you are interested uh, and i said like no i don't want to like all that thing uh, the nagging and everything happens uh, and then all of a sudden i meet this person uh, in this uh, you know in this family setup and uh, we we exchange words uh, we say like oh what you do you know what you do all that thing and then she asked me a question what do you do actually on your instagram like so crazy like do you do bharatanatyam do you do kuchpuri what is this form of art like you put all the things on your face and all that thing and i was like wait how do you know <laughs> because that's the major question like i didn't know anything about her and she knows everything about me that was really surprising for me and i said like you know i do bharatanatyam i do kuchpudi i also do something called as drag which is uh, you know this form of art uh, where you put uh, or dress up and kind of present and a lot of other things we we kind of interchange uh, conversations in numbers uh, and then i see that she's following me on instagram with a fake name and when i when i checked with her it's like it was her and i was like you have been stalking me for around 6 months without even telling me that this is you so 
after that experience i felt like you know she already was aware about every damn thing which i was carrying so uh, i used to throw her some words um, you know in indirectly um, and then one fine day i was desperate 2 o'clock at the night i just put a message to her on whatsapp i am pansexual and i i left the phone like this and slept off and uh, next day morning uh, you know i get a message called as okay <laughs> and that's it like that's the, it. the conversation is like that and i was like what exactly is this happening is it going forward or backward or what exactly is it there or not there you know all that kind of question uh, and then next day morning again it's like hi how are you what are you doing did you have your coffee regular conversation i was like as if she was ignoring i kind of pushed it again and again and again like you know i'm pansexual 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 she was so irritated it's like you don't have to tell me that many times i understand you know i'm educated person i i'm able to read a you know wikipedia article about pansexuality so i get it and uh, you know that's completely fine the only thing which matters is if, if you love me as a person and uh, we had a conversation we said like okay let's go and tell it to the family the family were agreeing uh, they were far more happier because they were the ones who were trying to set it up <laughs> a beautiful beautiful uh, love story yeah and was that like you know she's a star and i i become the sideline when when, when exactly i'm walking into a queer event wow wow, wow. <laughs> such a fascinating such a fascinating love you kill me after this <laughs> She just walked off. <laughs> no, 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 no. She, she loves you. She loves you a lot. She won't kill you. Don't worry about that. Patruni, your message to somebody who wants to come out and is listening to this interview. I'm sure there are a lot of things for people to learn who are not from the community and want to accept the community, but they have this moral corruption happening in their head and they're not able to accept. a lot of things for them to accept from your interview but what is your message to somebody who wants to come out and is listening to you right now yeah, the first thing is like you know coming out is, is somewhere uh, it's 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 somewhere a kind of a myth like uh, you can put your identity in front line if you feel you are safe so it's safety is something which is really important uh, you understand you give time uh, to ensure that you're in a safe space and then go and tell it to people about your sexuality and gender you know be yourself accept yourself you know you come out to yourself first and once you do that the rest of the other things will kind of come in place like you know you just need to be uh, unapologetically you so that you make sure that you know if you see yourself as a as a person who is proud of your own self i think you would expect the others to see you as well in the same way and uh, uh, you know it, the chain reaction automatically happens and uh, it's it's step by step process you know you can't just go one day and say oh i'm i'm queer and i can kind of come out uh it's it's always important to be financially stable right. so it's important to find this this safe space of uh, you know people this the safe net of people whom on whom you can kind of fall so um what i would suggest is like always ensure uh, or kind of uh, uh, first see yourself as you want to be seen and if you're doing that okay you are coming out and how would i tackle the world how would i tackle my parents or how would i tackle the society uh, it's a step by step process you can't do it in just one day but uh, you should be unapologetically yourself in order to tackle that and not to push that and will up to the other side a piece of advice to people who are still judging you while listening to this interview i think better you judge me and just tell me for what you are judging so that uh, it would help me to create a piece or performance on that and i can i can increase my canvas of performances so i think yeah please do that <laughs> thank you so much for giving us time and please pay my regards to your father and your loving Definitely. wife and i i it's been, it's been a pleasure talking to you it's been the most uh, positive interview that i've ever done for judge me not 
So guys, this interview gave me two things that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Number one, if you are being bullied, if you are being taunted, if you are being troubled by people because of who you are, the first thing you should do is speak up. Now your speaking up can be via a stage act like Patruni or via just simply shouting out loud. But do speak up. And the second thing, coming out is a very difficult thing. It is difficult for you and it is difficult for the people who are consuming that information because you might be living with a feeling from years but for them it is news that just happened. They might be ignorant, they might be loud, they might be scared. But again, it's your responsibility to communicate in the best way possible. So I wish you a happy coming out. We will be back with our next episode of Judge Me Not. Till then, follow the podcast, hit the bell icon so that you can get updates as and when we are ready with the new episode. My name is Abhishek. You can find me at my Insta handle. Say hi, Abhishek. Also write to us on how you like the podcast. In case you have a feedback or you want us to include a story, Hit us up on Instagram, Bhopuwala, B-H-O-P-U-W-L-A is our Insta handle. My name is Abhishek and I'm signing off and we'll be back with another episode. Till then, don't forget to judge me not.